are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. A 26-year-old preacher named Jack Hiles met Dr. Lee Robertson for the first time. Dr. Robertson was at that time one year older than your pastor is now. He was 43 years of age, and I was 26. I could hardly find his hand because I was trembling so much. Tonight when I saw him, I had the same feeling that I had 40 years ago. My waiting room is right outside my office. As I leave to go to the airport, every time I go, I mean every time, without exception, I stop in my waiting room. I look at four pictures. There are four paintings or, or portraits in my waiting room. One is my mother. I always tell her I love her. Another is Dr. John Rice. I always tell him how I miss him. Another is Lester Roloff, my dear friend. All three of them are in heaven now. The only other picture, a large portrait in my office, is in my waiting room that I look at before I go to every flight I catch is a portrait of Dr. Lee Robertson. Those are my heroes, my mother, Brother Roloff, Dr. Rice, and Dr. Robertson. There's another picture in there of a layman, Brother Russell Anderson, and that concludes the paintings and portraits and pictures in the waiting room. I'm delighted Dr. Robertson is here. Thank God that he spared him so you younger folks could get to know him, get to hear him, and God bless Mrs. Robertson. The highlight of our semester at Hiles Anderson College is when the Robertsons come. Always is. We start talking about it when school starts, and they talk about it all year long, all semester long. And you former Howells Anderson students remember those days when Dr. Robertson came and what a big deal it was. I rejoice because of the friendship of the pastor of this church. I've said this often, I say it again. Jack Treber is the most important man west of the Mississippi River. And uh, he is certainly needed. I thank God for him, his friendship, his love for me, and many thoughtful things that he's done for me. How would you like to spend your life, become a senior citizen, and preach in a church like this and find that all the pastor's associates are graduates of your college? And how would you like to sit on the platform and see all of these people stand a while ago who attended Howells Anderson College. I started to say graduated, but none of them graduated. They were all expelled. <laughs> but the, and then, of course, the many wonderful students that you send us, that we have uh, you and one or two other churches are always right at the top of the number of students that come to Howells Anderson College. I love this place. I feel at home. I feel as much at home here as I do in any church in America except my own. I pray for this church every day. I mean every day. 
I sit in my mind right here where I sit tonight as I pray for the churches and pastors in America. And I pray for, I come to this church every day, so I should feel at home. I'm here more than most of you members are. <laughs> and I, I'm here every day. But I, I love this place. Oh, there's no way to describe how I thank God for this church. No way to describe what an encouragement Dr. Jack Treber is to my own heart. Now, it just may be that you have heard this sermon. Maybe you heard me preach it at a convention somewhere. Or maybe you heard Brother Treber preach it after he heard me preach it at a convention somewhere. <laughs> or maybe you read it in Spurgeon's Book of Sermons. <laughs> so this message may be a bit familiar to some of you, but I don't give a flip. I'm going to preach it anyway. And uh, open your Bibles, please. Doesn't matter where, if you've got the right kind of Bible. King James, that is. If you don't have a King James, open your psalm book. It's more inspired than the Bible you have. And, uh, There are very few, very few preachers alive can make you mad before you read the scripture. And uh, I'll pick the rest of you up after a while. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Verse number 47. Before I read, I want to set something straight. A pastor told me coming from the airport, there's a rumor out, and he was serious about it, that we have a new rule at Howells Anderson College. And that is that if you're engaged, you can hug your fiance. They'll make popsicles in hell before we let that happen at Howells Anderson College. Don't, don't you fret about that. Nobody can hug at our church till they've been married for 10 years. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know that came from hell, but don't know what little demon's been carrying it around. But I promise you this, nobody, a member of the opposite sex, even holds a hand in a member of the opposite sex at Howells Anderson College without getting in serious trouble. I recall when Brother Condit was there. He was in serious trouble much of the time. He used to hold Brother Hudson's hand an awful lot. And uh, I'm sorry, the, the devil made me say it. But please, I beg you, help me dispel that terrible rumor. We did have a streaker at our college. One time, a student took off his tie and ran across the campus. And uh, so that's, that's the nearest thing to immodesty that we've had. Even the Bibles we sell at Howells Anderson College, the letters are six inches apart in the Bibles we have at Howells Anderson College. Now then, Luke chapter 22, verse 47. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them, and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. 
But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? When they which were about him saw what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, Be ye come out as, a, against, as against a thief with swords and staves? When I was daily with you in the temple, ye stretched forth no hands against me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. I call your attention that little line where the Savior said, This is your hour and the power of darkness. We will not turn to it, but in John chapter 7 and verse 20, it says his hour was not yet come. Chapter 8 and verse 30, again it says his hour was not yet come. The Savior said at the wedding in Cana of Galilee in John chapter 2 and verse 4, Mine hour is not yet come. In John chapter 13 and verse 1, Jesus, it says Jesus knew that his hour was come. And then in Matthew 26, 45, it says the hour is at hand. I call your attention that one little line, this is your hour and the power of darkness, our Heavenly Father. I'll be honest, I'd like to preach a good sermon, but that's way down on my list of priorities. So far down that not one prayer has left my lips concerning this service asking you to help me preach a good sermon. I'd like to have some eloquence tonight, but that's so far down on my list of priorities I have not prayed one time for eloquence. But I have prayed hundreds of times for you to help me to be a blessing. That's all I want. Help me to be a blessing. O oh, Spirit of God, use this, thy poor servant tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Neath the stars of the night, walk the Savior of light in a garden of dew-laden breeze. Not my will, thine be done, cried the Father's own Son, as he knelt neath the old olive trees. Neath the old olive trees, neath the old olive trees, went the Savior alone on his knees. Not my will, thine be done, cried the Father's own Son, as he knelt neath the old olive trees. Echoing in his mind, the Savior's mind, are the words of the upper room. Just a little while ago, he spoke those words. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. It's just been a little while since he girded himself and took a basin 
and wash the feet of the disciples. It's just been a while since he prophesied that one of the twelve would betray him. Now he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. In just a few hours, he'll feel the beating of the scourging of the cat of nine tails. It'll just be a while until he feels the piercing of the nails into his hands and feet. It'll just be a while until they cry, crucify him, crucify him. Release Babus, Barabbas and crucify him. Then, as he's there in the Garden of Gethsemane, there comes a band of men, officers from the chief priests, the Bible says, and Pharisees, to arrest him. He looks at them and he says, this is your hour. In fact, he rebuked the one who severed the ear of one of the men. Jesus looked and he said to the arresters, the Pharisees, and the band of men and officers, this is your hour and the power of darkness. Soon Judas, one of the twelve, comes, places the kiss of betrayal upon the brow of the Savior. And Jesus looks at Judas and says, this is your hour. This is your hour, Judas, and the power of darkness. He's taken then to the palace of Annas, the high priest. He's no longer the officiating high priest, but he's the most influential of all the priests, and he's the most powerful, influential priest alive. He examines him. He binds him and delivers him to Caiaphas. This is your hour, Annas, as you're binding the Savior. This is your hour as you quiz him. This is your hour, Annas, and the power of darkness. He goes to Caiaphas. Caiaphas is the son-in-law to Annas. He was the reigning or ruling high priest. He asked Jesus of his doctrine. He asked him then of his disciples. One of his officers strikes the Savior. And Caiaphas proposes the death of the Son of God. Go ahead, Caiaphas. This is your hour. This is your hour, soldiers. This is your hour, Judas. This is your hour, Pharisees. This is your hour, Annas. This is your hour, Caiaphas. This is your hour and the power of darkness. Caiaphas delivers into Pilate. Pilate acquits Jesus of all evil. He wants to release him, but wants to be popular more than he wants to release him. He gives orders to scourge him. The Savior said, this is your hour, Pilate, and the power of darkness. This is your hour, Pilate, and the power of darkness. He gives orders to have him scourged. The soldiers take the cat of nine tails and lash 39 stripes upon his innocent back. Go ahead, soldiers. Take your cat of nine tails. Go ahead, Annas. Ship him on to Caiaphas. Go ahead, Caiaphas. Send him on to Pilate. Go ahead, Pilate. Tell the soldiers to scourge him. This is your hour and the power of darkness. He then is sent to Herod. This is your hour, Herod. Herod wanted to see him perform some miracle because he had heard of the miracle working of the Savior. And Herod suggests to him that he entertain him by performing him some miracle. 
But Jesus is no entertainer. He's the Savior of the world, the Son of God. This is your hour, Herod, and the power of darkness. This is your hour, Pilate, and the power of darkness. This is your hour, Caiaphas, and the power of darkness. This is your hour, Annas, and the power of darkness. This is your hour, Judas, and the power of darkness. Herod sends him back to Pilate. Pilate lets their clamor prevail and lets him be crucified. And there the Son of God is crucified, the innocent put to death by the guilty, the perfect put to death by the imperfect. Deity gives his life at the hands of humanity. And he says to them, go ahead, this is your hour. Squeeze all the fun you can because an hour doesn't last very long. And an hour ends. This is your hour. Enjoy yourself, Annas, while you try him and try to wash your hands of, the, of his innocence. Uh, this is your hour in the power of darkness, Caiaphas. This is your hour in the power of darkness, Herod. This is your hour, those who betray him, Judas Iscariot included, but it will soon end. Enjoy your scourging him, soldiers. Your hour will soon end. Enjoy crucifying him. Enjoy lying, you false witnesses. This is your hour, and it will soon end. Enjoy your clamoring, frenzied mob. This is your hour. But when he said an hour, he meant it won't last forever. It's going to end. So live it up. Have all the fun you can. Squeeze all the fun you can out of it. This is your hour, but it'll soon end. Why? You say why? Because Sunday is coming. I mean, Sunday morning's on the way. I mean, it's Wednesday afternoon now, but Sunday's coming. Yeah, he'll be in the grave Wednesday night and Thursday morning and Thursday night and Friday morning and Friday night and Saturday morning and Saturday night. He's coming out of that grave on Sunday morning. So enjoy yourself, fellas. Squeeze all the energy and fun and delight and clamoring that you can out of this. This is your hour, but your hour's going to end, bless God. And Jesus is going to rise from the dead. And Sunday morning is going to come. Enjoy your Wednesday. Enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your Saturday. Sunday is going to come. And let me tell you something tonight, brother. Sunday is going to come in America also. Enjoy arresting him, soldiers. Enjoy taking him before the high priest. Enjoy it while you can. But Sunday is coming. Enjoy crucifying him, soldiers. Enjoy putting the nails in his hands and feet. Enjoy placing the crown of thorns upon his brow. Enjoy making him a mock king with no crown but a crown of thorns and no robe but a borrowed, walk, a borrowed overcoat and no scepter but a borrowed walking stick and no crown, no throne but a cross and no subjects but a jeering mob. Hey, live it up, you soldiers. Enjoy driving those nails in his hands and his feet. Have all the fun you can because Sunday is coming. Enjoy guarding him, you soldiers. Enjoy walking guard around that tomb because you're in for the shock of your life on Sunday morning. When you see that tomb, that stone will be rolled away. Not so he can get out, but so you can look in and uh, enjoy yourself. Enjoy keeping him, if you could, in the sepulcher. Enjoy walking guard on Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday night. 
and Saturday night. Hey, live it up. Have all the fun you can because Sunday is going to come. Enjoy your 30 pieces of silver, Judas Iscariot. Let it dribble through your fingers and feel it real good while you got it, Judas, because in just a few hours, Sunday is coming. Enjoy your lies, false witnesses, as you make up your accusations against the blessed Son of God. Enjoy the acclaim and the accolades of an angry mob as they cheer you because you're helping to put the Savior on the guilt and the cross of guilt. Enjoy it. But I got news for you, you false witnesses. Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, screaming angry mob. Enjoy crying, crucify him, crucify him. Let Barabbas go. Free Barabbas, crucify him. Live it up. You got a shock of your life, mob. Sunday is coming. Enjoy writing your articles, scribes from ABC and NBC and CBS and Associated Press. Enjoy putting your dirty articles, the false accusations about churches like this, other churches that run buses and try to stand for what's right and preach the old-time religion. Hey, enjoy yourself, scribes. Enjoy writing your articles and enjoy slandering God's men. But I got news for you. Hallelujah. Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, Sadducees. Enjoy your happiness, you who doubt the resurrection from the dead. 72 hours from now, you won't doubt the resurrection from the dead because Sunday is going to come. You in for the shock of your life. Enjoy your freedom, Barabbas. As you walk a free man, when you should be on the cross and Jesus should be going free, free, enjoy your freedom, Barabbas. Enjoy it now. Live it up. Live it up. Sunday is coming. Enjoy your influence, you hypocrites. Enjoy your influence, Annas. Enjoy your power, Caiaphas. Enjoy your popularity, Pilate. Enjoy your jesting and your fun, Herod. But you won't be jesting in 72 hours. You won't be gloating in 72 hours. You won't worry about your popularity in 72 hours. You won't worry about your power in 72 hours. Enjoy yourselves, fellas, because Sunday is going to come. Enjoy yourself, queers. Enjoy yourself, homosexuals. Enjoy, you fellows, are you creatures that have beards and wear dresses? Live it up. Sunday is going to come. <clears throat> Enjoy your service in the armed forces under President Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> and her future successor, Bill Clinton. <clears throat> Enjoy your gay rights ordinances. Enjoy your parades. Enjoy your cute little earrings. Enjoy your unisex philosophy. Enjoy your demonstrations. But I got news for you folks up here a few miles away from here. I've got news for you folks that are homosexuals and lesbians. Have your fun and live it up and get your political clout and influence in Congress. But I've got news for you. You're going to bow your knee before the Son of God because Sunday's going to come. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. Enjoy yourself, baby killers, with your bloody hands. How you fight for the right to life for animals and fight for the right to kill human beings. 
Enjoy yourself, you doctors or murderers with blood on your hands. Enjoy yourself, you sorry liberals. Enjoy yourself, President Clinton, with the blood of innocent boys and girls on your dirty hands. Live it up. But I got news for you. Sunday is going to come. <clears throat> Enjoy yourself, casino crowd, setting your souls for an almighty dollar. Enjoy yourself, state legislatures that pass laws allowing lottery when gambling is against the law, except unless the government does it. Enjoy your hypocrisy. Enjoy raising money for the public schools and hiding your sin behind that facade. Enjoy it, casino crowd. I'll tell you one thing. You'll bow your knee before him. You'll be crucified when Sunday morning gets here. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. Hallelujah. Sunday's on the way. Enjoy yourself, rock music crowd. Enjoy yourself, Michelle Jackson. Enjoy your cute little antics. Enjoy your rock concerts in Russia and England. Enjoy seeing the stadiums filled with frenzied young people whose morals and lives and futures and destinies you're destroying. Enjoy it, Prince. Enjoy it, Madonna. Enjoy it, Rolling Stones. Enjoy it, Beatles. Because as sure as God be God, Sunday is coming. <laughs> Enjoy your fun, Hugh Hefner, with your dirty Playboy philosophy and your dirty Playboy channel and your dirty uh, forerunning of the, of the loose living in America. Enjoy you who inspired the Penthouse magazine and the Playboy magazine and the nude women and all the filth and garbage on our newsstands. Enjoy it, Hugh Hefner, because one of these days, Sunday's going to come and you're going to burn in hell. Enjoy it, Mr. Schuler, <coughs> with your possibility thinking. There's a possibility that Sunday's coming. Enjoy it, John MacArthur, with your bloodless gospel. You'll be sorry Sunday's coming. Enjoy it, Mr. Swindoll and Mr. Hybels, with your evangelical compromise Christianity, with your convictionless Christianity and no standards. Enjoy it, Mr. Swindoll. Enjoy it, Mr. Dobson. I said enjoy it, Mr. Dobson. I said enjoy it, Mr. Dobson. Let the Catholics pay you $4 million to buy you off to get you to move to Colorado Springs. Live it up. Go ahead and bow your knee to pale and bow your knee to decency and convictions and standards. But praise God, Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, HBO, Showtime, NBC, CBS, ABC, movie channels, soap operas, and you backsliders that watch them, Sunday's coming. Praise God, Sunday's coming. Discouraged preacher, you dread to go home and face the deacons at the next meeting? Don't be discouraged. Throw your shoulders back and your chest out and your chin up and hold your head high. Sunday's going to come. Bless God, when Sunday comes, there won't be any deacon. Lift up your head. Cheer up, little lady, making a living by yourself. Husband left you for somebody else. 
You have to be a mother and a father, having a hard time making ends meet. Hey, hang in there. Sunday's going to come. Hang in there, lonely widow, weary father, deserted wife, broken-hearted parent, cancer patient, embattled preacher. Hang in there. Hang in there. Praise God. You'll be glad you stuck it out when Sunday comes. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, Zondervan, with your NIV Bible or NIV perversion. And enjoy preaching it, Mr. Stanley. Enjoy your NIV Bible and the multiplied millions of dollars you're making by bartering your own soul and not using the King James and letting the King James become less popular. Live it up, Mr. Zondervan. Enjoy your money. Enjoy your bank account. Enjoy your good business because you're going to be embarrassed. Sunday's coming. Enjoy yourself, Nelson Publishers, with your new King James Bible who would dare pervert the Word of God that has been preserved word for word in the book I hold in my hand right now. Enjoy yourself, Nelson Publishers. Sunday is going to come. Enjoy yourself, Broadman Press and Southern Baptist Convention, with your good news for modern man. Enjoy yourself. Rake in all the money you can and put that substitute fake Bible hands for everybody you can. But praise God, when Sunday comes, we all have King James Bible. Enjoy yourself. RSV and ASV and Living Bible and Moffat's Translation and Amplified and New Schofield. Enjoy yourself, people. Make all the money you can and barter your soul for the Word of God. Make all you can and put some little new Bible out every month. But let me tell you something as sure as the sun rose this morning and set this evening, and as sure as 2 plus 2 is 4, and as sure as the Pope's a Catholic, Sunday's going to come. I said Sunday's going to come. Rise up, shout, hold your hands high. Praise the Lord. Sunday is going to come. Enjoy yourself, universities, who shake the faith of young people in the things of God. Enjoy yourself, humanist teachers, who pervert the truth and turn our young people toward humanism, atheism, godlessness, and eventually the fires of eternal hell. Enjoy yourself, universities. Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, liberal seminaries. Sunday is going to come. Enjoy yourself, public school, with your Bibleist curriculum and your prayerless activities. Go ahead and kick God out and kick his Bible out and kick prayer out. Don't let him talk to us and don't let us talk to him in the public school. But I got news for you. We're taking over the whole public school system when Sunday comes. Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. Enjoy yourself, Baylor University, Southern Seminary, Sunday's coming. Enjoy yourself, Hamilton County Baptist Association, that lifted up your backslidden fingers against the greatest pastor of our generation, Dr. Lee Robertson, and censored him and caused him who'd been faithful to them no longer to be a Southern Baptist. Enjoy yourself, you little Baptist popes, yeah, I got news for you. Dr. Robertson will be in charge of you when Sunday comes. I said Sunday's coming. Enjoy yourself, Tarrant County Baptist Association, 
We had a little committee of Pharisees that went to John R. Rice years ago and told John Rice that if he didn't quit preaching against the teaching of evolution in Baylor University, you were going to vote him out of the association. He'd no longer be a Southern Baptist. Hey, enjoy yourself, you little Napoleons, you little, uh, you little uh, synthetic pilots and Herods and Caiaphases and Annases. Enjoy yourself. Brother, when Sunday comes, John Rice will be in charge of the state and the city and the town where you're the garbage collector. I said Sunday's going to come. Enjoy yourself, Nero, as you put the Apostle Paul behind prison walls. Enjoy yourself, Nero, as you sharpen the guillotine for his assassination. Enjoy yourself as you see his head severed. Leave it up, Nero. But after all these years, Mr. Nero, me people named their boys Paul and their dogs are named Nero. You enjoy it. Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, London Baptist Association. Only seven of your members voted for the great Charles Haddon Spurgeon. You voted him out. Enjoy your power. That's the only power you got. He has power to get sinners saved. All the powers you got is to vote out the fella that has power to get sinners saved. Enjoy it, London Baptist Association. Go ahead and vote out the Prince of Preachers. But I got news for you. Sunday is going to come. Enjoy yourself, Dallas Baptist Association who voted Dr. Joe Boyd and Dr. Jack Hiles out with one fell swoop. I was driving down a highway the other day in Dallas, looked up and saw a sign that said Dallas Baptist Association. I stopped and wrote a note of thanks, Dr. Robertson, and left it in the door, thanking them for what they did for me in 1957. Praise God. Hallelujah. Boy, I'd hate to be a Southern Baptist when Sunday comes. Enjoy yourself, Dallas Association and Hamilton County Baptist Association and London Baptist Association and Tarrant County Baptist Association. Enjoy yourself. You'll bow your knee in confession and repentance when Sunday morning comes. Enjoy yourself, Nebuchadnezzar. And you judges and treasurers and governors and counselors who encouraged him to make that fiery furnace and cause the people to bow down and worship that golden image the Southern Baptist and the 700 Club joined in and making. Enjoy yourself, Nebuchadnezzar. Enjoy putting those Hebrew children in the fire furnace. Enjoy passing your law. Enjoy pointing to those three Howells Anderson College graduates, Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Enjoy it, Nebuchadnezzar, because after a while, Sunday's going to come and somebody's going to visit that fire furnace, even the Son of God himself. Enjoy it, Darius, as you put Daniel in the lion's den. Live it up, you presidents and captains and princes who share with him in his crime. Sunday is coming. Live it up, state of Texas. Dare lift your dirty hands against the great Lester Roloff and dare try to close his homes and keep him from doing what you try to do and can't do because you know nothing about the gospel of grace. Go ahead, put him in jail, Taylor, Texas. Put him behind bars, but Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, Presbytery that voted down ordination, Dwight Moody. <laughs> Live it up. You'll be surprised when Sunday comes. Enjoy yourself, Haman, making the gallows for Mordecai, on which you yourself will hang. Sunday is coming. Enjoy yourself, Mr. Clinton, and your President Hillary, 
Enjoy your wicked reign and rule. Enjoy your abortion promoting. Enjoy your liberalizing. Enjoy your socializing. Live it up. Let the queers go in the arm of services. Live it up. And I got news for you. Sunday morning's going to come. Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. I said Sunday's coming. Take courage, lonely pastor. Take courage. You're here tonight, and you saw that man stand up and with a memory like with which a few men have call the names of those people, and you saw those loyal people stand up here a while ago. You wished you could go home to somebody like that. You wished you had five people like he has hundreds of. Enjoy yourself. Take courage, embattled preacher. Afraid to go to your next deacon's meeting? Take courage. Take courage. Hang in there, boy. Sunday's on the way. Enjoy yourself, dear one. Who just a few days ago got the news from a doctor that is malignant. Somewhere in your body there dwells a germ and a disease. And you know not whether it's curable or not. And it lurks in your body, and you do not know how long you'll be there. You look at your husband and kiss him goodnight. You wonder how long it'll be. Or you kiss your wife goodnight and wonder how long you'll have her. Look at that little child and wonder if you'll live to rear that child. Oh, take courage, dear beloved one. Sunday morning is going to come. You've heard the story. You've told it. I've told it, you've heard me tell it, and I've heard you tell it, but you're going to hear me tell it again. Yeah. A little boy was, was reading a book. He was about halfway through the book, and his mama called him and said, Hey, Johnny, yes, am Johnny, I want you to come and drive the dishes. <clears throat> Back in the days before uh, electric washers and dryers. Mama, I'm right in the middle of a book, and the villain is winning, and the hero's getting beat up. I can't come right now. i got to finish this book. The hero needs me. Johnny, I said you come in here, and you help with these dishes. Mama, I can't do it. I told you, I'm right in the middle of the book, and the villain is winning, and the hero's getting whipped, and I can't leave him. Johnny, you're going to get whipped if you don't get in here and dry these dishes. Get out here and dry these dishes. Johnny turns over there to the last chapter. He reads the last chapter and finds out in the last chapter that the hero wins. And as he goes to dry the dishes, he waves the book in the sky and said, Yen, 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 old villain, you're having a good time in chapter 12. But you wait you get to the last chapter. You end for the shock of your life. Hey, Hugh Hefner, you wait till we get to the last chapter. Hey, HBO, you wait till we get to the last chapter. Hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you wait till we get to the last chapter. Hey, Frank Sinatra, you wait till we get to the last chapter. Hey, uh, Taylor, what's your first name? Uh, Liz Taylor, thank you, sinners, thank you. Uh, hey, Liz Taylor, having fun. Hey, you football stars making four and five million dollars a year for killing a pig and blowing it up with air and making it oval shape and kicking it across the pasture through some plumbing down to end. Hey, you have fun. Because Sunday's going to come. There won't be anybody kicking dead pigs when Sunday comes. 
You have your fun, Hollywood movie stars. Have your fun, Oprah, you fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny gal. You have your fun, Oprah. Live it up. Enjoy your $90 million a year. You'll be poverty-stricken when Sunday morning gets here. Because you see, I done turned over here and read the last chapter. I read how that the dead, the trumpet shall sound, and the voice of the archangel shall shout, and the dead in Christ shall rise. I read the last chapter. I read how that we who are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord shall be caught up with him in the air, and we shall forever be with the Lord. I said, we shall forever be with the Lord. Hey, I read the last chapter. I read how that we're going to have a marriage of the Lamb. I read how that we're going to be a, be a beautiful bride married to our wonderful bridegroom. Hey, I read the last chapter. I read about the judgment seat of Christ. When reward should be given to us for our faithfulness and our soul winning and our suffering and our loyalty to God. And crowns shall be placed upon our head. Hey, I read the last chapter. When we shall take off our crowns and throw them at Jesus' feet. And say, Thou alone art worthy to see power and glory and honor and majesty and might. World without end. Hey, take courage. Take courage. Hey, throw back your shoulder. Stick out your chest. Lift up your hand. Say, Praise the Lord. Sunday is going to come. I done read the last chapter. I read how that after the judgment seat and the marriage of the Lamb, Jesus is going to saddle on a white horse. And we're going to join heaven's cavalry. We're going to come back on white horses. And King Jesus shall ascend the royal stairway of Mount Zion. And he shall be king of kings and lord of lords. And the capital city will not be Washington or Moscow or Paris or London. But that little city of Jerusalem. And Mr. Arafat will be Araskinny in those days. And Jesus shall be king of all the earth. And we shall be kings and priests of God. And we shall rule and reign with him for a thousand years. Hey, I read the last chapter. I've read the last chapter. I read how that we shall look up and see the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Hey, Judas is carried. Go ahead and kiss him. This is your hour, but Sunday's coming. Hey, betraying Judas, an angry mob, go ahead and deliver him to, to Annas, but Sunday's coming. Hey, Annas, go ahead and push your foot and be afraid to let him go free. Sunday's coming. Hey, Caiaphas, go ahead and, 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 and pronounce him guilty, but Sunday's coming. Hey, Pilate, go ahead and be a coward. Try to wash your dirty hands of the Son of God as if you could, but Sunday's going to come. Hey, Herod, enjoy the trick-doing Jesus and the miracle-working Jesus and try to get him to perform some little miracle for your own pleasure. Go ahead. Don't let him go. Be afraid to let him go. Hear the angry mob. Hear the jeers. Hear the crying. Hear the crucify him. Go ahead, but Sunday's coming. Go ahead and hear, hear the angry mob, Pilate. Have the nails pierced his hands and, the, and his nails pierced his feet? Have the crown of thorns brought down upon his head and his brow? Have the, have the spear cast into his side from which cometh blood and water? Go ahead, Pilate. Deliver him. Don't listen to your wife. Don't listen to your conscience. Listen to the angry mob. Hey, sell out for your popularity. But Pilate, Sunday is going to come. Praise God tonight. Three cheers for Jesus. Hallelujah for Jesus. Sunday is coming. Sunday is coming. 
Sunday is coming when fundamentalists to run the local ministerial associations. Sunday is coming when a man will be wearing pants on Mr. Shooter's telecast. Sunday is going to come and Mr. MacArthur is going to preach a sermon on the blood of the mercy seat. Sunday is going to come and Mr. Dobson is going to give the $4 million back to the Catholics that bought him out to move to, uh, move to, to uh, Colorado Springs. I said Sunday is coming. Take courage, dear widow. Sunday is coming. Take courage, defeated preacher. Sunday is coming. Take courage, lonely heart. Sunday's coming. Hallelujah. Sunday's coming. Hey, I said Sunday's coming. Hey, Sunday's coming. Hey, hallelujah. Sunday's coming. Praise God. Sunday's coming. Woo! Sunday is coming. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, preachthebible.org.